15 minutes after 4 o'clock, we are talking about mentorship in our conversation of the day. And today we're asking the question, does your mentor need to come from your own industry or can you get somebody else that is equally inspirational in your life but may not perhaps be in your field? And chatting to us this morning, we have Rahima Isa. She is an experienced strategic planning uh, consultant with extensive working experience in Southern and East Africa. And she is the CEO of Haditi Media. A very good morning to you, Rahima. Morning to you, Tanya, and to your listeners. Wonderful. We're talking about a mentorship this morning. And I think the best place to start is perhaps just, you know, explaining to our listeners what is a mentor when we talk about a mentor. So when we talk about mentor, and I always say because the the word mentor is always interposed with the word coach, um, and I like to distinguish between the two. So I always say that a mentor is 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 a, is is your your sage on the stage, somebody who is knowledgeable about what you do, somebody who is about what they do, somebody who's got experience in what they do, somebody who can guide you in a particular mm-hmm. area of expertise, who's got networks and contacts to actually navigate the waters, who's walked a journey that and through their insights and through their knowledge and through their experience is able to provide you sound context in terms of how you can navigate a particular space, what you can do and how you can do it. A coach on the other side is what I say is a guide on the side, like the football coach is on the side, he's watching you play and, and, and provides you with advice on how to do things with, with or rather questions your journey and the decisions that you're making and probes in terms of uh, uh, getting an insight as to how you can do things better and, and pushes you to, to fulfill the most out of yourself. Um, and for me, the distinguish really is in in one being one that coaches you along a journey that may they may not personally um, be walking on their own, but a mentor is somebody who's walked that journey, who's got more richer context and 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 is able to navigate the waters with you, so to speak. Because a coach doesn't have to walk that journey with you; they they provide you guidance, and they're on the side and they're objective. And they, but a, a mentor is more. Is more involved in your process. Is more invested in in in, in not just the outcome, mm. but um, in the engagement process that it requires for you to get that outcome, and sometimes uh, um, interferes on your behalf yeah. to get the outcome. But a coach won't interfere on your behalf. The coach allows you to walk that journey on your own. Now, what should a person look for in a mentor? I think for me, there are quite some distinctive skills that a person must look for. Um, and in a mental, I always say that you should look for relevance. Um, is that person relevant to what you're doing? Is there, rele- is there relevance in terms of what content that they can provide you with? Do they have or have they demonstrated expertise? So mm. don't just get a mental um, in an area where that person's got no expertise because the advice you're looking for is meant to prevent you from going into some of the pitfalls that you would typically walk. Um, they have to be a mentor for me is also meant to play that role of helping you to accelerate your journey in a particular space. Availability. Um, we often want mentors because they sound good or because they've come onto platforms and, and, and you get to know about the work that they are doing, but they may not be available to you for what you need them to be doing with you. Mm-hmm. So you need to look for that person's availability and accessibility. So I might be available to you in the beginning, but I'm not really accessible afterwards. So you need to have somebody that you've actually got access 
two, in whatever form, and technology has been a has been a great dismantler of many of the barriers of engagement. Mm. Um, and I think people need to use that. And also for the impact that you're looking for, certain mentors are, are a great in, in 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 driving impact in a particular way. So you know, do your research, um, understand the role of a mentor that you want, which is your knowledge, your networks, your connections, and the insights they can give you and the foresight that they can give you make you have, but also be very clear about, you know, what it is that you need from that journey and, and how you're gonna tap into it. And so when we are entering into a mentorship relationship, you mentioned something very important there, which is that the mentee themselves need to be clear about what it is they're hoping to achieve out of the mentorship relationship. Now, if it is professional, all right, does the Mm -hmm. mentor have to come from the industry that the mentee is from? You know, this is a very interesting question. I love the fact that you asked this question because um, the world of work is changing. So in our traditional context, right, if you have a career in, in, the, in the accounting profession, the legal profession, it used to be that that's where you stay. It used to be that you're going to be an accountant, you're going to be an accountant forever, and then if you find a, a, a mentor who's an accountant, you will navigate that space. Things have changed. You will mm. find people who have been in the engineering profession are uh, in the banking profession. You'll find people in the motor industry driving content or, or driving, um, you know, um, the, the new wave of, of, of change in, in, the, in the financial services sector. So before we used to have we used to say very adamantly that that person has got to come from that industry. No, I think that person has to have the breadth of knowledge. They've got to have the kind of experience, and they've got to have, they've got they've got to have the kind of experience that's relevant in terms of some of the pitfalls and, and things that you would walk through. But they've also got to have the kind of networks. So if I I've given an example, I've probably spent like four different careers in my lifetime so far, right? And in that, it's been not just in the accounting profession, the banking profession, in the utilities industry, and, and, and as a strategic consultant, many other industries, right? Which gives you a sense of how different industries work, which gives you a sense of different networks and connections that you've got access to. I think that you, you, you're not looking for somebody who's only got access or context in one industry because lines are getting blurred. Mm. It's more about how that person can connect you and link you. And I think importantly about mentors right now is the extent to which they, they can help you be relevant with foresight. Right. It's not about insight and hindsight. They need to use that to be able to effectively help you navigate the foresight that you need. So given what we've done, where do you need to go and how do you need to be equipped to do that? And, and that more strategic outlook is what you're looking for in a mentor. Now, how does one approach a mentor? And I mean, I've been approached many times to mentor and I've always been honest when I said I'm not in a position to mentor you right now, either because I'm not in the right mental space or I just don't have time and capacity to do so. But also just because, you know, I didn't really feel uh, feel like the candidate was the right fit for me as well. And so when it comes to approach, what's the best way to approach somebody to mentor you? First thing first, you as a mentee need to do your research. Uh, and I do lament, we are lazy. I'm, I'm, I'm also guilty of this. I've always said in my career for a long time, I want a mentor. But we're lazy, we don't do research. We don't yeah. do research about what this person is actually doing. We do get hung up with the, with the sound bites and the buzzwords and, the, and who speaks about what. You really need to sit down and have a sense of what it is that you want. And if you don't, get a coach to navigate those waters for you. Once you've done that, you need to then say, well, once I've done my research, get referrals. 
Um, you know, I always say that sometimes the technology plays or the technology platform teaches something. Something as simple as LinkedIn, as an example, in your professional space, something as simple as LinkedIn is a way of you seeing how that person is connected to you and how you can connect with them. In your personal space, you're sitting back and saying, I want to have access to ABCD. Do your research. Know about Know whether or not they do mentorship. Know whether or not um, this is something that they, that they have time for in their diary. Know what mm. they're busy with at this point in time um, and be relevant for that. Then get a referral. Go to somebody who knows them, who knows about them, and get to find out where that person's strengths are. So I can be sitting here and looking at Kanye and thinking, oh gosh, maybe I want to speak to Kanye, but that may not be the area that you prefer to mentor people on. Um, That might not be the preferred area of engagement you would like. So I need to find out more about you, but then I also need to go to people that can refer me to you so I can have access to you in the way that allows me to actually get audience because where you get access sometimes influences how your 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 first initial engagement and contact is going to give you um um access and 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 and, and engagement then what is also important is, is you need to initiate that engagement and and don't be lazy don't send an email i mean i've got somebody on, on my network if i send content and i say oh i need to chat i get like for what? Why? What's the reason? What's the, what's the value? What's the purpose? So you need to be able to, when you initiate engagement, be clear about what it is that you want out of them. And, and you're the one who needs to drive that engagement. Don't right. expect that because you want this person to be a mentor, that they're the ones who are going to provide you with the solutions up front. And then you just believe and say, oh, I want you to be my mentor. For what? Mm. Why? What mm. is the impact you think I'm going to have? Why are you choosing me? You have to be clear about that. Why me? What do you think I'm going to do in your life? And what are your expectations of me? And how will you know? How will you be able to measure success? So you come in with a very clear plan of, I want you to mentor me because of X, Y, Z. I have chosen you because of A, B, C. I am expecting and anticipating that this is the journey that we're going to work. I am expecting and anticipating that these are the outcomes. And these are some of the gaps that I'd like to work on. And this is why I think your engagement is going to help me navigate that. So don't be lazy. Definitely some good points. And just before you get to your next point, how important is it for a young mentee to also, um, you know, think about, you know, how, how a a mentor is going to grow them? Should, should they already, should they have a good idea to say, this is what I want? This is what I want to achieve. Like, uh, or is it okay for them not to know to say, I need mentorship in this area? I'm not too clear, um, you know, but I'm hoping you could help me. Yes and no, Kenzie. And I say this with caution because I know that um, having worked with, with some youth and and leadership programs for a while, I have picked up a certain level of of, of laziness sometimes, and, mm-hmm. and and I don't know in itself can be lazy. I would sit back and say, actually, sit back and say, I don't know, but I have I have looked at A B C D. Mm-hmm. Is this is this a good way of looking at it? So I don't know becomes a, a cop out. Yeah. Um, because it gives you no responsibility to provide any form of solution. And then you're putting the burden of your development on somebody else. So rather come in with, whilst I don't know, these are some of the thoughts that I have. Then your mentor can see that you've actually invested in yourself, right? Um, and so the last point that I was going to make was really about sowing your seeds. Um, and for me, that's, that's part of sowing your seeds, is, is knowing what it is that you want, 
at being, being willing to do something about it. So when you come to a mentor and say that, I, you know, I'd like to walk this journey, I'm not ready, I need development. I may not be clear, but from here is where I can offer myself, and this is what I'm expecting, um, this is what I can do in your space. I don't want anything back because I don't have the clarity as yet, and therefore I'm willing to invest myself in this way in your space to be of use to you, and therefore... If I can do this, can I then engage with you in a way of helping to define ABCD? So we don't have a culture, and, and I say this very, very sadly sometimes, we don't have a culture of, of saying quid pro quo. Mm, mm, um, mm. I'll give, and then I can get back. You go and say, I'm looking for a mentor. Oh, no, I didn't get a mentor. They were not willing to give time. I'm also sitting back and saying, so you see, what are you willing to give? The mentor can sit back and understand that actually you're willing to put in an investment, a personal investment. And let's not cop out and say, I don't have money. I'm like, it's not about the money. It's about your personal willingness to sow your seed, to say, I want to see fruit, but I know that it needs an investment. And it needs me to plant something in order to get that. And what happens when somebody you've asked to mentor you says no? Should you just move on to the next one? Should you re-strategize? Should you ask them why? I mean, how how do you deal with that rejection without it, um, you know, discouraging you? I think the deal with it is grace. We, I think nobody owes you anything. Yeah, uh, that's and that's a key lesson. I mean, the world teaches you that every single day, and I know that we, you know, this question of no, no, no means no sometimes, right? Um, most of the time and all the time. When somebody says no to you, um, yes, ask for, if, you, if you're in a position to say, I respect your decision. Um, if, if, if it may be of help, may I understand what the reasons are and so that I can either, um, um, so I, I may ask for the reasons why, but understand the person got no obligation to tell you why not. Yeah. Um, and, and so when you're going out looking for a mentor, and this is the same kind of we mustn't go out and say, and, and this is the future way of thinking of things. Don't say that I need one mentor, that person is going to be the silver bullet in my life. You really need to sit back and say, what do I need to have changed? Where are the different avenues? Time has become so precious. And I say this because just yesterday I'm sitting and talking about a youth program I'm running, mm. and somebody says to me, can you run it for a thousand people? And I'm like, I, there's no way, I'm not geared to do this program for a thousand people. Right. But the, what, may, what was clear is the quantum of support that is required out there. Now, with that quantum of support, you can understand how many people are asking for help and, 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 and engagement. So one has got to be clear that no is going to be an answer that you're going to hear. So perhaps find new ways of engaging mentors. One of the things that we've done is we're not asking for one single mentor to be part of, 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 of our program. We're asking for a host of mentors providing different skills. And that way you're able to access different components from different people and your time requirements and commitment is a bit less. So you're respecting the fact that people don't have as much time because mentoring is an investment both ways, okay? Mm. It's not just a mentee that benefits. It's an investment of time, of energy, and of commitment to somebody's success. And remember, you're still working on your own success. Just because you're a mentor doesn't mean that you stop working on yourself. In fact, you learn so much just by mentoring somebody. So if you can't find somebody to mentor you, the best way for you to learn anything on a journey, go find somebody who needs something that you have. Go mentor somebody. So it's not just about let me go and find somebody who can give me. Um, What can I give and what am I going to learn in that process? Mm. And therefore, it actually equips you to be a, met, a, a better mentee by being a mentor. 
You've shared such good uh, tips with us, Rahima. Thank you so, so much. And over and above all that um, we've discussed, have you also in your life found the mentor you're looking for? I'm still struggling to find a mentor, believe it or not. I always say that my mom was my first mentor, you know, before I even knew that there's such a thing as a mentor. You know, I think our parents, you know, they, they play such a big role in mentoring us. And I don't think we give enough credit, you know, because we think mentors yeah. need to look or sound or be a certain way uh, and, and you just hit the nail on the head i spent so much time looking for mentors i didn't understand and i didn't appreciate the people that were actually mentoring me the whole way because i hadn't defined them this this word mentor and as i say if you go out and you start providing your input your insight your encouragement your expertise Mm-hmm. other people you start to appreciate the breadth and the depth of what mentoring is and you start to appreciate it in others so i've picked up that i've actually got maybe five or six mentors that are doing some powerful stuff in in my life right now and i would never have called them traditional mentors because i didn't go out looking for the name i, came, I went out looking for the kind of support and it's only when i realized i was getting it that I, I could sit back and say, actually, this is the role that you're playing. Mm. And that also helped me to, you know, and, and I, you know, communicating with them that, gosh, this is the role that you're playing. And, and, and giving it that name helps us to define certain parameters of, you know, how I can engage with them and also dutifully respect the value that they're giving back to me and appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing such good uh, knowledge and tips with us. Please share your social media handles where our listeners can connect with you. You can connect with me at Rehema Issa um, on Twitter and on Instagram and at, at Habiti Media. Perfect. Thank you so much for being with us. It's 27 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us right here on SAFM Sound Awake.